the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. I'm Danny Smith alongside my good friend, Ben South. Ben, it's the holiday season. We are talking about holiday schedules and holiday get-togethers and all that stuff. Are you get-togethered out? Is that a phrase? Well, we're not get-togethered out yet. I think we are getting there. We're getting get-togethered. I don't know. How do you say that? Getting yeah, get-togethered yeah. out or something. I don't know. That's but, right. That's right. Uh, it's they all teach fun. us weird phrases in uh, seminary, folks. That's you right. Just, you got to pick that up. So. <laughs> I feel like as a pastor or minister, sometimes you can jokingly make up words and people just go with it. Like, well, that's he knows what, what he's do. talking so about. He knows what he's if talking about. If you say it with confidence, they'll think you know what you're saying. That's exactly right. So. It's like pronouncing those Old Testament words. You just roll with it and that's don't right. go back. Yeah, it's like well, I heard somebody say, Baptist preachers may not always be wrong, may not always be right, but they're never in doubt. I like So it. you just uh, go with it. That's very good. I, yeah, I think so. you need to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Not I always right, but that. never so, in doubt. That's so good. That's so good. You know, Ben, we've talked about uh, here in the holidays, we, we talked a little bit about schedule. And, you know, I thought we could follow up today if that's uh, just thinking about uh, not only how to use this time well and make sure we schedule well, but, you know, we've got volunteers in our ministry, regardless of the size of your church. You've got people that show up week in, week out. They come to extra stuff throughout the year. Um, so, Christmas and this season is always a good time to show a little extra love and attention to those volunteers. And so why don't we kick around the idea of how can we celebrate the volunteers in our church and ministry uh, during the holiday season? I think that's a great idea. We should talk about celebrating them. Before we talk about that, though, we should talk about celebrating our friends over at Central Baptist College here in Conway, Arkansas. We are thankful to have them supporting the podcast. We want you to celebrate with them and go check out everything that is going on there. They just celebrated their 70th anniversary as a college and administering to students and raising up students who will serve Christ for the kingdom uh, wherever they go. So we want you to check them out as well. cbc.edu. They can help you complete your degree. They can help you get an undergrad degree if you haven't gotten one, but if you maybe started, they can help you finish it through their PACE degree completion program. Our friends at CBC would love to meet you. would love to get an uh, advisor connected with you so that you can get connected there and complete your dreams of a college education of get you down the road in ministry and help you learn things about maybe celebrating volunteers. Hey, you may have a volunteer that's looking to get some extra training in discipleship. Why not get a degree and, and do it that way? So yeah, there we're thankful go. for CBC. So Ben, I'll never forget first church I I was ever on staff at true story and the pastor has apologized many times i'll preface it they had sort of a, a big i was part-time i was a youth minister uh i was working full-time at uh, i think i was working full-time at walmart uh and then going up on weekends and so one of the deacons got up on a sunday morning about midway through the month and there was a couple of other staff members and they gave all of the staff a bonus but they didn't give our family a bonus now honestly I was too young and naive to even really kind of 
put two and two together. And uh, pastor's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, they need to do a better job of that. But over the years, I've used that to say, hey, I want to make sure that the people in our ministry know that we love and appreciate them. Not that I didn't think that church would. In fact, I ended up serving there many years and and uh, they were always very generous to us moving forward. It was just a complete slip up on their end. But, you know, I wanted to make sure, hey, even if it's just something small, I wanted to do something to let the volunteers in our church know how much we love and appreciated them. So that kind of is where a little bit of this motivation comes from at this time of the year to say, great time to just have some love and affection for uh, those volunteers. Yeah, that's right. There are so many people in our churches that without the things they do, the ministry of the church just would not get accomplished every week. Most of them do it with no fanfare, with no expectation. Uh, you've got people who who every week open the doors, turn lights on, turn air conditioner on. That may be you some weeks or maybe every week. But there are people who are cleaning bathrooms, who are mowing the yard, who are you know organizing the food pantry or who are uh, scheduling the fellowships and cleaning up the tables and the chairs afterwards. And there are volunteers in all of our ministries that are making it happen. And really, this is a great time of the year to pause and recognize the work they do every year in ministry. And, and we try to do that a little bit. There's a couple of things specifically we do. We try to do just little gifts for all of our volunteers. And in the children's area and stuff, we may do this two or three times a year at least. But Usually at Christmas, like our life group leaders, I'll send them just a card with a handwritten note, a small gift card, enough for a coffee or a sandwich or something, just to say thank you for what they do in the ministry. And maybe there's a lot of people in your ministry and you can't afford to do that. But the handwritten note may be enough, just a recognition of what they do. But if you go into budgeting, I would plan to budget for some small, it doesn't have to be huge, but at least some kind of token gift to give them just to say thanks for all the time and the effort and the energy that they invest in the ministry throughout the year. Yeah. And, and I think I love the idea of the handwritten notes. Again, I think it's a good habit to have throughout the year. I think at Christmas, um, I'll tell you over the last couple of years that, uh, that I was in a more of established ministry, I would try to write those notes very specifically you know, if I were writing a note to Ben, I would try to say, Ben, I really appreciate how you did this this year. It really made a difference. Um, you know, not embellishing, not making something up, but hey, Ben, thanks for unlocking the door so many times this year. I really appreciate your faithfulness to the Lord. You know, the church is blessed to have you. That gave him, instead of going, okay, here's a generic Christmas card that the pastor sent or that the staff sent, you know, like I got from my insurance agent, from my dentist you know, from whoever, an actual note that says, here's what I saw you do. Here's how it blessed people. Thank you for doing that. Goes a long, long way. But I do love the idea of slipping a gift card in there, something like that. Um, and then I think another part of that is um, just helping them understand how, how people were reached in that ministry. Maybe like you were talking about children's ministry. Hey, we baptized this many kids this year here's how many families came to to the church, maybe joined the church, came to the church that we know of, all because you showed up on Sunday to teach that Sunday school class. Like if we don't have that class, that family's not coming in, that kid's not trusting Christ. So I think being very specific in writing that, it, it carries a lot more weight than just another handwritten note that 
maybe people feel like you do just to do. Um, so I think being specific is really good. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Don't just do a general, oh, thanks for all you do. List some of those specific things you've seen them do throughout the year and just let them know, hey, there are people watching and there are people and we couldn't do it without you. So I, I think this is a great time of year just to pause and thank some of those people. And I think there are a lot of those people who are doing things that we don't ever get to. They just kind of are out of sight and out of mind. We don't intentionally neglect. I think one of the areas is maybe even like in the nursery. I mean, that's such an important ministry. And there are some churches and, and places where there are ladies who, that is their ministry and their calling, they believe, to, to rock babies and change diapers to the glory of God and for the good of others. And we are thankful for them. But it's so nice just to recognize them. One of the things we did a few years ago uh, when our Christmas program was going on, and we have a mixture of volunteer and some paid employees. And so we have some people who are every Sunday are, are paid to be back in our child care areas to make sure we have some consistent people there. But when we do our special Christmas programs or some of those things, we have extra volunteers come in and we let our paid people, kept them on payroll, that we let them go into the service that Sunday so that they could be a part of what was going on as a gift to them to thank them for uh, just what they are missing every week so that everyone else can experience that. So, so just some little things like that go a really long way with volunteers. Yeah, Ben, the last couple of years, um, one of the things I've seen from a co-vocational standpoint is, and I don't know if this is true for every single person. In fact, I'm sure it's not, but I, I've seen bosses that really try to make Christmas for the employees a very special time. Maybe it's a reduced, uh, maybe the day or two before we take off for Christmas, they bring in lunch. They let us come in late. They let us leave early. They just do some unique things so that we go, hey, this was nice. We got a breath, right? I could take a breath. I could breathe a little bit. And I think doing that for our volunteers just helps them understand that we care about just their overall spiritual, emotional, physical well-being. And we just want them to know how much we love and care for them. And it may be as simple as we said as a handwritten note. It may be as simple as a gift card, or it could be something you may plan a dinner. You may play, uh, play. I saw a church that do did sort of an award show type thing for their volunteers. And uh, there's a lot of things you can do. It's just making it heartfelt and, and specific to those volunteers so that they know you really mean what you're saying. And it's not just a, um, yeah, it's not just a promotional thing for you to make you look good for celebrating them. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't make the celebrating your volunteers about you. Focus the attention on them. Just find out a way to honor them well. Um, point out their service, their engagement, their involvement, and just lift them up. That's part of that's a big part of what's going on here. Yeah, it really is. You know, one thing we did um, when I was in youth ministry, we would have uh, some of the youth write letters um, to their youth Sunday school teacher. Uh, um, just so something a little unique and different. Um, one thing we did, uh, you know, like you said, you can budget for stuff like this. Maybe you want to uh, do something out of pocket. Maybe you buy Gideon Bibles and put them in the name of your volunteers. You know, you sent Gideon Bibles places. Um, I mean, you know, we say this a lot, but it really goes back to knowing your people well, right? Um, the last established church that I pastored, um, had I done something elaborate, it would have pushed back because it was a very 
uh, it, it just wasn't the kind of church where something elaborate. So it needed to be a little more subtle, needed to be a little more um, uh, cost effective. Um, one time, one church we, we worked at, we did a deacons and wives dinner every year. We would fix the food and we would serve it to them. And I promise you, it wasn't that good. It wasn't catered food in, but they loved it. We would play games. Tell us your favorite Christmas memory. And we'd give them all a Christmas ornament. You know, it, it was something that just highlighted what they did, why it matters. And again, don't make it about you don't make it about, you know, your celebration, make it about those folks, because ultimately we're making it much about Jesus and all that they do for the church. That's right. That is where the key is, is focusing on them, pointing them to Christ and showing, I think part of, you know, celebrating people well is showing them the picture of how they fit into the big kingdom puzzle, how what they do is, is an integral part, how cleaning the bathrooms every other week at the church or vacuuming the carpets is a part of kingdom work and ministry and how that is a necessary part and how they are making a difference in the things that they don't even notice that they're doing, but it, it makes a difference in God's eyes. He sees it and it makes a difference in the ministry. So I, I think one of those, that's, that's the key is pointing them toward their involvement in the big kingdom picture of this when you celebrate them. But we definitely do it. And this is a great time to do it. Another thing would be to do is give them a day off. Find someone else to volunteer in their spot. If they are the usher who does it every week, find someone to do it that week. If they're a teacher who's taught every Sunday for five years, find someone just give them a Sunday off and help them just know you appreciate them, but you're wanting them an opportunity to rest as well. Uh, it, it'll go a long way. Just find someone to fill in for them every now and then and know that that lets them know you see what they do and value what they do if you're helping find someone to fill in for them. It's not just going undone when they're not there. You know, it's funny, Ben, you bring that up. Sometimes talking about like the usher that takes up every week, maybe the the lady that keeps the nursery every week, it is almost like a fish out of water when you see them sitting in the service and they're seeing the ushers. As a side note, this might be a great time to do a youth Sunday. It might be a great time to, uh, you know, uh, uh, get your staff out somewhere else, your deacons out somewhere else. But it is funny to, to kind of go, I don't know what to do when I'm not serving. And I think it helps remind them that before they're a servant of Christ, they are they are a child of Christ, right? They are a follower of Jesus Christ. They need that rest. It is a very spiritual thing to do. And so it, it gives folks a break that they might not even want to take. You know, there's times you have to argue people in the taking rest. Uh, you know, you just, it's a great time to give them some time off. Schedule a youth Sunday if you have to, uh, to, to help cover your tracks. If you don't want to, you know, make them upset by, by asking them to serve somewhere else or do something different. But yeah, just give them a little time off. And, and then just, again, we talked about this in another podcast, reducing that schedule so that way they're just not at something all the time. There's no small group to be at the last Sunday or two. There's no Sunday night service to be at. It's just reducing that, that burden. So that way, again, they're ready to roll when the new year rolls around with you. And it's a great time to just give them some encouragement, something tangible, and then something they may not even know how to handle, and that's a little time off. Yeah, good, 
good good tips there. Well, Danny, it's been a fun little conversation. Encourage our listeners to go celebrate your volunteers this holiday season. They'll appreciate it, and you'll actually give them more life in the ministry they do if you'll recognize them and celebrate them, even in a little bitty way. So Absolutely. Danny, yeah. So have, what's the craziest volunteer spot you've ever filled in for at church? You know, I had this bright idea one time that we as our church staff, so, and I was I was the lead pastor, so I still had to preach at the main congregation, but that we would teach all the children's Sunday school classes. So the next year I decided Youth Sunday would be a great time to- So you didn't do that another year? We did it a couple of times. Uh, mainly we would bring the kids into a little bit bigger groups and stuff like that. But yeah, when you get the church staff to do that, it almost becomes uh, a comedy show that that's more refreshing to the folks than anything else. <laughs> and and almost people will start feeling sorry for you. Like poor pastor had to keep the toddlers today. I'm like, well, I have kids of my own. I know how to handle kids. So I've done it before. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, it is fun stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, when you step in for somebody else, it's a whole different ballgame. I'll say one more thing. We also, one year, cleaned the church for a custodian. And uh, the building was not that big until I started cleaning it. And I'm like, holy cow, this is a huge building. <laughs> so there is a I can't imagine cleaning clean. your building. That would be it's It's a multi-person, multi-day job. But, you know, no it's, it's one of those things. Well, thanks yeah. for listening in to Chair 2 Leaders this week. We hope you have a great week. You have a great holiday season coming up. Make sure you like and uh, comment wherever you get podcasts. That helps others find us. And we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.